And welcome to Pods Like Us. I'm Martin Quibell, known to my friends as Marv. And this time I'm speaking with, uh, let's see if I get this pronunciation correct, uh, Ketki Palande. Yes, that's correct. Hi, Marv. Thank you so much for having me on today. I'm really happy to be here. Me too. Uh, I mean, we, we've already said this before we before I started officially. Uh, I mean, it's a very nice niche that you've got hold of. We say niche in the UK and Americans probably say niche, I think. Um, but yes, yeah, so you've got uh, nothing but nursing. And um, it's interesting because you, you have a, so it's twofold, essentially. You have uh, basic ones where you discuss just on your own. You just talk through like... Um, some of the more interesting ones and when you talk about techniques that you use for study or for taking notes i mean that's that's fascinating as somebody who's trained as a short in shorthand i'm really fascinated with how people take notes and things anyway so what is your nursing history so my nursing history is i'm currently in nursing school but i'm going into my last semester so i'm going to be taking like the exit exit exams and becoming a nurse pretty soon. But before nursing school, I've, I've been in healthcare for a few years. I worked as a certified nursing assistant in a pediatric skilled nursing facility. So basically long-term care for children. That was during undergrad. And then I also worked briefly at a hospital on a med surge trauma floor. And that was right before I got into nursing school. Okay. Did you did you then get into nursing school and uh, I'm guessing you were listening to podcast already and you thought, you know, there could be, you, did you think, oh, something is needed for those who are going into nursing school and training and perhaps a podcast would be helpful for people to get advice from and also another another one that another part of it I love is when you've got people who have been in nursing for years in the different areas of nursing as well so that then this is that something to help people who are training essentially or thinking of becoming nurses so that they can look at you know different aspects I suppose essentially I'm saying are you creating a show that is an aid for people going into the world of nursing yeah kind of I kind of designed the show for other nursing students or new nurses since I'm going to be a new grad nurse pretty soon but the way I started it was pretty random like I wouldn't say that I was thinking about the needs or what kind of podcasts would be needed and then created one I think I've just always been, especially once I started nursing school, I've just been kind of a total nerd. Like I love learning how the human body works and about study techniques and coming up with fun memorization techniques. And I just thought it would be kind of fun to have my own podcast and just be able to talk about all these things. And so I recorded the first episode when I was bored one day, and then I kind of forgot about it and didn't record anything for a few months. 
And then I remembered it and thought about more ideas. And then I came up with the idea of interviewing different nurses who work in different specialties and units because I figured that that would be really useful for me and then also for people who are listening because I am really interested in working in, for example, the emergency room or even like I was curious about military nursing. I want to know what it's like to work in maternity. And we do have clinical experiences where we go to different hospitals, different units in nursing school. But a lot of the times those clinicals are really brief. Like it might just be a couple shifts over the semester and it's not really enough to be able to see what it's really like. And like, for me, I didn't even get to go to the ER or the ICU um, for any or anything like that. And I was really interested in it. So that's when I kind of started recording more episodes. And I also had like these other ideas for things like that, like topics that would hopefully uh, interest other nursing students. So I made one about like volunteer job ideas. And then I started finding guests to interview. And yeah, it just became really, really fun. And then I just kind of kept going with it. And yeah, I hope, hopefully it is a resource for other nursing students. Well, certainly, because I mean, um, I mean, I'm from the UK, uh, if, if you couldn't tell. Uh, but um, so, I mean, we have the NHS and we have private services as well. But I mean, it's interesting where you, the people that you've spoken with, uh, and then you, you, one of them that jumped out at me was um, you spoke with, is it uh, a concierge uh, emergency room or is it emergency room concierge or something? And I just found that fascinating that it it's like emergency room, but at a different level, essentially. Yeah, that was my interview with Susie. She's an ER nurse and yeah, she works in a concierge ER. I had never heard of it either. That's such an interesting concept. Basically, it's like a membership only. It's like, I think the best way to describe it, at least like in in like a really simple, I'm sure it's way more complicated this, than this, but it's kind of like a Costco, but for like an ER, like you have to be a member to go there. I thought that was really interesting too. And it was really cool that she came on and talked about that because that's, like many people work in an ER, but then the concierge ER is that much more rare. But it's also yeah. something where you where they uh, give more. Uh, how should we say it? There's a bit more of a. Sometimes in a standard emergency room, it's it's about the the triage and, and it's about prioritization and what you can see essentially that's there whereas i sort of got from the chat with, with them that it was more about it is about that but also there's more of a one-on-one one-on-one but then again you find that with a lot of private services anyway yeah it was really interesting and i i think it was just cool to get a perspective um from her because I was also thinking, like, when am I ever going to meet a concierge ER nurse again? And it was it was just really cool to hear about it. So how did you get in touch with her? How did you find out about, about her and how about that position that she has? Yeah, so there's this really cool website. It's called matchmaker.fm. And have you heard of it? I have. I've never used it, but I have heard of it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's basically to match podcasts with guests. And I I made an account 
made like my whole profile and everything. And then a few people just reached out to me almost right away. And Susie was one of them. Also, Dave, the military nurse that I interviewed as well. He also reached out to me, which was really cool. And everyone on that website is, you know, already looking for collaborations. Um, And then everyone's just really nice and kind and willing to give their time and excited about collaborations. So that's how I've actually found the majority of my guests is is through that website. I would definitely recommend it for anyone who is looking for guests if they have their own podcast. Well, Dave was another interesting one because there you've got a completely, I mean, I don't think I even need to say this, a completely different side to it altogether because, I mean, you only need to think about the fact of, you know, military nurse and you think oh there are sometimes they could be in in situations where it's dire and they're under fire or whatever and they've got to really they've got to keep their heads even though there is so much going on around them and that must be a nightmare really difficult job to be able to do absolutely it's it seems really challenging and i'm sure that working in the military in any any part of it must take like a huge toll on your body and your health. And it's just, it was, it's such a noble thing to do. And I feel like it was really cool to get to learn about that from him because that again, like when am I going to get to sit down and chat with someone who's been a military nurse? And he was so gracious with his time and gave so much advice as well that I think he also gave advice that is kind of applicable to nurses in general. Like at the end, he um, talked about three I think it's three rules that he encourages all nurses to follow and one of them was like raising the bed when you work with a patient that's not just applicable to military nursing that's like nursing in general and he just gave really the concrete advice like he was like invest in shoes invest in a good mattress um things like that and that was really cool that was a fun interview for sure it was certainly interesting because when you were coming towards the end of the the chat with him, you he it was interesting because the advice that he was giving, he did it on a twofold or in a twofold way, essentially, where he was saying how, first of all, about looking at the military side of it all and then looking at the nursing side of it, the medical side. Uh, and I found that fascinating that he that he did that that way. But another one of the interesting ones about that chat with him was that you were both saying that it's important in that situation. But then again, in all nursing situations, this might be useful if you know somebody or you can get to know somebody that's in that line or in that area. Then it it's helpful to speak with them and get a whole idea of what you're going into or what you might be looking into and what advice they might give as well, people who are experienced in that line. Absolutely, because I feel like I can sit here and say, oh, I want to be a labor and delivery nurse or I want to be an ICU nurse, but without really actually being there for multiple days and like knowing what the day-to-day life looks like as a nurse working in that unit. Cause I, I really don't know what it's like. Clinical experiences aren't really enough in my opinion, at least the ones that I personally got. So I don't know what it's like when you go in every morning and clock in, what do you do first? What do you do next? Um, what are the common challenges that arise? So that's why I think talking to someone, like you said, someone, you know, 
can be really helpful. I think it would be the more, the more the merrier, because everyone has like a different experience and the same kind of unit, like a labor and delivery unit in multiple hospitals could be totally different. The culture and everything could be different. So I think just talking to people and finding out as much as you can about like the details and the nitty gritty is so helpful. And maybe not even just for nursing, just for like jobs in general. But then also region as well, because there are different areas in the US, much as there are in a lot of other countries, the the needs or the actual what people come in for is different according to the regions where where you work as a nurse as well. So if you work on in say New York, which you know would be quite busy because the the amount of people that you've got there footfall essentially that makes it even more so. But you, that will be different to somebody who lives sort of like in the central central US or over on the west coast or whatever. It's interesting how the how that works, how their medical needs are different or the the things that they go in with are different. Yeah, absolutely. I was listening to this one podcast. I'll have to find the name of it and send it to you. I think you might be interested in it. But it was um, a doctor who was working in a rural hospital and he, on that podcast, he was basically talking about the differences between working in like a city versus in a rural hospital and how even the resources are really different. So anytime a patient comes in, not that like the way that they treat the patient is necessarily different, but the uh, their ability to do certain things is different because they might not have all the machines and tools to do like all the resources to do certain things. I just thought it was really interesting. I'll have to find the name and send it to you though. Even we find that over here with the NHS, you know, different hospitals in the UK will treat this certain things that they are specialized in that you don't find that equipment in other hospitals. So it's it's the same the world over, I would have thought. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. When you're coming up to an episode, whether it's one where you're just yourself talking about or giving advice to people on, you know, the trip what they need to uh the memory suggestions how to remember things better and how to take notes better and those and then also with the chats that you have with people what sort of research do you do up to recording the episode is it scripted or is it notes that you base what you're speaking around and do you have a structure yeah that's a good question i think everyone probably does it a little bit more organized than I do, but I use this app called Google Keep for pretty much all of my podcast stuff. And so really randomly at random times, I'll just be going about my day and I'll come up with ideas for new episodes. So whenever I come up with an idea that I think is worth exploring, I'll just open a new note. And then whenever I have time or I'm sitting down to work on my podcast, I'll go into like this note and add some bullet points to this idea. And then I'll go to a different episode idea note and add bullet points there basically whatever I think of. And then whenever I feel like a note finally has enough bullet points and like substance to make an episode out of it, I'll color code it blue so it stands out. And then there are certain times when I'll sit down with the intention to record. So first I'll go to all the blue notes and see which of them are the most interesting to me, which I feel like doing that day. And then I do go through and organize it better because usually it's, it's just like random ideas thrown in there. So that's when I'll sit down and like really organize it, cut out some stuff. And I do script it a little bit. There's definitely some bullet points that I just leave as bullet points, but then some parts 
um, when I practice, I feel like I'll just keep tripping over them. So then I'll script some of the sentences and I usually script the intro and conclusion as well. But for my interviews, I don't script anything. I just write out the questions and send those over to the person ahead of time, just so they're not caught off guard and stuff. Um, but I don't, I don't script any of that. That's good because then that keeps it natural as well. It's a conversation. It's not a chat show per se. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then how do you choose the topics? Well, you've essentially, you've just said how you choose topics is you'll just walk around and you'll suddenly think, oh, I could do a show all about this. And that that's how it, how it works all the time, is it? Yeah, pretty much. I try to think of things that would be interesting to other nursing students or people who are going into nursing school. So, for example, I think I mentioned I, I did one all about like volunteer job ideas yeah. because I have a lot of experience with different volunteer positions. And then I also did one that was all about a specific volunteer position, which is um, crisis text line. And then other times I'll, if it's not just an idea that comes randomly to me, I'll sit down and kind of brainstorm things that I think would be interesting to other people and things that, you know, I have at least a little bit of knowledge about, even though I do have to do some sort of research. And I've even have some ideas written down that my, my family has suggested to me that I explore. Yeah. It's kind of random, but it, it's fun. I just, um, I don't really have like a calendar or anything either. Like I don't have it planned out when I'll do which idea I kind of just do whichever I feel like you have one. <laughs> I have one right at the back of the laptop. Now the, the camera, I have one at the back there. Nice. That's yes. organized. Very organized. I like it. But um, I mean, I, I sort of hope that in the future, people who are listening to the show, We'll be able to contact you and even ask you, oh, could you do an episode about this, this, or this? That would be really cool. Yeah. I should enable polls and stuff, maybe add some poll questions, because if anyone requested an idea, I would be so happy to do it. Yeah. And then, you, I mean, there's also the thing of, I mean, you, you could turn the whole idea on its head in a sense as well, and possibly have a discussion with other people who are students and find out what their experiences of being students and then just have a general chat as well, maybe at one point. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, because I've been so focused on finding nurses or even like other just people who are professionals who have something of value to add that could be relevant to nurses. But you're right. I think that talking to other nursing students could also be really helpful because I feel like the nursing school experience is so unique. And I'm sure that it's got tons of similarities to other graduate programs and stuff. But I feel like there's something about being in nursing school that is so special and difficult in its own way. And nursing students have so much to like relate to to each other. But you've also yeah. got that you've also got that shared experience as well, where sometimes uh in in most areas of of life, you know, in different jobs, if you speak with people that are in the similar sort of situation as you, it's almost as though you're helping each other in a way then because they might mention things that they do in their own study and in nursing school that you might think, oh, that's interesting. And then you might take note of that for your own and you can help each other out essentially that way just by a discussion, but also because you're from different areas and different schools that you might 
suddenly think, oh, that works or, or that doesn't. And, and it's, it's nice sometimes to actually have that situation where you've got that commonality, but also suggesting or talking about what you do yourselves. Yeah, I agree. I actually, I have a couple of friends who go to different nursing schools than mine, but we started around the same time. And it was from talking to one of those friends um, that I decided to start carrying around this specific type of clipboard that I purchased because it's got all these different like notes and lab values and things written on it. She showed me a picture and she told me how it was super useful. And then a nurse had had quizzed her. And so she was able to just use a clipboard and yeah, that's like super random, but it was something that I figured out just from talking to someone from a different school. And now I, I see them all the time. That was right at the beginning of nursing school before I even started clinicals. And it turned out that those clipboards were super common. So I would have seen them anyway, but it was still something, something cool. <laughs> yes. So already mentioned how you um, talk, how you get guests on the show and things like that. So how do you then record and edit the show? Yeah. Um, so I'm still a beginner at recording and editing since I'm still kind of a beginner in general in podcasting. Um, so I don't have like too much of a process. I'm working on getting a better mic because my brother has generously allowed me to use his, but I still have to set it up correctly because right now when I set it up, it echoes too much. So I have to figure that out. But I do all my recording and editing directly on on Anchor which is now called, I think, Spotify for Podcasters. I just do all the recording directly on their website. And I only do really basic editing. Like I'll cut out some gaps or some mistakes. I add music at the beginning and end, just really basic stuff like that. Um, but when I do guest interviews, I record on Zoom and then I upload that to Anchor and edit on there. So it's a pretty simple process. I pretty much only use Anchor, but hopefully as I get more advanced and the podcast kind of grows, like I'll figure out more techniques and what works for me and maybe advance my process a little bit. Do you use the onboard AI to assist with the edit or do you actually manually edit the episodes yourself? I manually edit the episodes. There's, I, I've never heard of the AI using AI to edit episodes. So I don't know. I know some, some services do uh, Zencaster, for instance, they, they now do this thing where, so, I mean, that's an interesting one because it's like Zoom, but Zencaster, not only do you have the chat online, but it also records for you and you can use it to edit the show as well. It, it's got an automatic AI version of an editor that will listen to the episode and then edit it for you. I don't know how it does it. Not a clue. I've never used it. I'm just fascinated. If ever I come across anyone who uses it, I'm interested in how, the, how it works. That's all. That is fascinating. I've never heard of that and i only just heard of zencaster from you earlier today so i'll have to look into it because that's definitely intriguing i would have yeah. thought that spotify for you know or podcasting spotify what's it called i still know it as anchor i would have thought that they would have something similar on there available i don't know it's possible they might have it i haven't seen it though i've only been manually editing and i i I feel like I would have remembered if I saw something about AI, but I also haven't like gone looking. So I'll, I'll look into it for sure. I'll let you know if I find it. Okay. And then the logo that you've got as well. Um, it, it's not really simple, 
But it's really effective. I mean, you know, with the uh, the way that you got it with the letter in, and it's good that you got it behind you actually on the picture. Uh, but you know, and then are they are they sort of like clouds? And then you got the stethoscope in the front, and the colouring is perfect with the blue and the pink and the white. So it's sort of pleasing to look at as well. Thank you. That's really nice. Um, I love making like little designs and little, little graphics on this website called Canva. That's what I mainly use. And Canva's free. It's really cool. It's really easy to use. And so for a couple of years, actually, I've just been making the most random things. Like I'll make little invitations for parties or when I'm hanging out with people. And um, I've even designed like little book covers for books that I've never written or redesigned book covers for books that actually exist that I've, that I've read. It's just, it's fun to make different things. Um, I've made graphics for my friend um, because she wanted to put them on her wall, things like that. So when I started the podcast, I, I knew I wanted to make like a really cool logo. I spent so much time making tons of variations. I think I came up with 10 or 15 options and some of them were really similar looking to each other with slight tweaks and then others were totally different, like totally different colors and everything. Um, but I, I like this one that I settled on because I really liked the colors. They're like really pretty. And I was able to get the stethoscope in. And I also liked that the initials NBN would also show. So I could use that as the nickname of the podcast if I ever felt like it. But yeah, thank you. I appreciate you you saying that about the logo. I'm happy with it. I, I definitely used like a template. Canva's really cool for that because they use they have so many templates that you can use and modify. So it'll eventually end up looking super different from the template. But you don't have to start from scratch. And I feel like you don't have to have too much graphic designing skills or anything. Like I'm definitely not trained or like a professional or anything, but I've been able to make some pretty decent looking stuff with, with Canva. Well, it's definitely effective. And, and, you know, it's one of those things where you look at it and you know what the show is all about just from the, just from the logo itself. It tells you everything you need to know. I'm glad. Thank you so much for saying that. Okay, so um, nursing advice tips, top three. Here we go. So what are your top three tips for people in the world of nursing or in the, in the world of nursing school and learning? That's a great question. I think that one thing I would say is for nursing students or people who are about to go into nursing school, your basic classes like anatomy and physiology, pathophysiology and pharmacology, all those concepts are super important because they're like the building blocks of all the material that you learn later in nursing school. So even though there's a lot of intricate details that we have to learn for anatomy and physiology, and I remember at the time when I was taking those classes, I remember learning like, or I remember learning all these details and being like, I don't feel like I'm going to need to know this. This is such a small detail, but nursing school is more like big picture, but I was wrong. Like I definitely needed to know all these different things because then you have to have like a good understanding of the human body and about how drugs interact with the body. And it's really helpful to when you're learning stuff later on to be able to refer back to what you learned in those classes. So I would say take those classes really seriously, all those basic classes. Um, my second piece of advice would be nursing school is really busy and challenging. So I would say try to cut out as many distractions as you can and be really dedicated and focused on your studying. But 
Similarly, my I guess my third piece of advice is make sure you have some welcome distractions like hobbies or exercising and plans with friends because you also don't want to be studying all day, every day. I remember my first semester of nursing school, I came in and I was like, okay, I'm going to grind. I'm going to focus. I'm going to work super hard. And for a couple months, I was basically studying all day, every day. And that was like my main priority. But then I burned out super fast because I wasn't making time for other like fun things. So I guess try to have some balance, like definitely be focused because nursing school requires a lot of focus. It requires so much time. Like you go into classes, you come back, you still have homework, you still have studying tons of assignments, papers, and then you still have to prep for clinicals and do care plans. There's just so much. It's like you're being pulled in so many different directions, but make sure you also have time for yourself because you still have to live your regular life and enjoy life and stuff. Take care of yourself. Well, you've also got to do that take care of yourself so that you are 100% mentally and physically uh, ready for the next day, essentially, or the next whatever you're doing in your learning. Yeah, totally. Since sleeping well and just being well rested in general is so important for learning. And then also when we go to clinicals and we're taking care of patients, even though in clinicals, we're usually not doing anything too crazy and we don't have too many responsibilities we are involved in patient care we are giving medications and helping patients ambulate and stuff so we do want to you do want to be well rested and prepared so you can take care of patients and be safe and things like that yeah so are there any episodes that stand out to you as being, you know, shows well are there any shows that stand out to you that you've really enjoyed or that mean something i mean sometimes as well it could even be an episode where you went in and then something happened in the episode that was just like surprised you yeah i i think i'm i'm happy with many of my episodes especially the interview ones because those are those were just really cool experiences to get to talk to all those people one that stands out is i made this episode about free resources in nursing school that you can use to study. And that's actually one of, it might be like the least popular episode right now in terms of analytics. But when I went in, I was like, yes, this is going to be such a good episode. It's so helpful. I put so much thought and effort into that because I love using like free resources to study and free textbooks and things. So I really tried to narrow it down and like only share the most important ones. So I think that was still, even though it's like the lowest ranking, I'm still happy with it. I hope that someone is able to use like one of those resources. If even like one person listens to it and finds one of those websites or books helpful, then I'll be happy. <laughs> My job is done. I mean, I'm only doing this mainly for fun. So, but that that's one episode that I think is actually hopefully really helpful to people. Um, I think maybe my favorite interview actually no I can't even choose a favorite interview because everyone was so great um one that I guess surprised me though is my interview with Julie she's a performance coach like a career coach she was really cool she talked about burnout and a lot of the advice that she gave for um figuring out whether you're you're headed towards burnout that was really interesting because it kind of took me by surprise. I was like, wow, I feel like she's talking 
about me because she was describing the differences between being focused on like outcomes and being focused on the journey, things like that. It, it was really interesting. And I feel like it was also really good advice just for people in general. I mean, she also doesn't work only with nurses. She works with people in general in the workforce. And I feel like that episode may be useful to people who are not nurses. Although I think that only people in nursing listen to my podcast, but still, so that was, a, that was a really cool one. Well, I don't, I'm not into, I don't do nursing, so, but I listen. Um, actually, are there any areas that I'm going to put, I'm going to surprise you now with, a, with another question that's not in the list. So are there any areas that you are looking forward to going into with the show and are there any people that you really, really want to speak with? Yeah, I guess I don't have any specific people in mind, but I am looking to meet just more nurses who work in different types of units because, like I said, I interviewed an ER nurse, a military nurse, and then I have an interview scheduled with an inpatient psychiatric nurse. And I I did have a labor and delivery nurse, but unfortunately that fell through. Um, they had to cancel. And so I, I would just love to, it would be awesome. I don't know what kind of timeline I'm looking at. It would just be super cool to get to interview like an ICU nurse and maternity and hospice and just all, all types of fields. So I'm definitely looking for guests in general. Um, and I guess other directions I want to take the show in. I think that as I go forth in my nursing school journey, because I am very close to taking my exit exams and I'll be an actual nurse soon, I think that I'll be able to talk more about that experience and kind of have episodes about like what it's like to be a new grad nurse. I've heard that that's a really challenging transition from school to being out in the workforce because you're basically like thrown in. And I mean, I know for sure that clinicals, they, they help prepare you, like they're great, but you're not like, I don't feel fully prepared at all. I don't even feel half prepared if I was to go out and be an actual nurse right now. So I hope that right now, like my episodes are kind of about being in nursing school, getting into nursing school, studying in nursing school. But then in the next few months, hopefully I can talk about the exit exams and then about what it's like to be a new grad nurse and finding a job and um, yeah, things like that. That's yeah. great. That's great. So what advice would you give to people who want to make a podcast themselves? I think that one thing I would say is to just just start because I feel like the first episode I recorded, I was just bored one day and I just sat down and wrote wrote out all the ideas that I wanted to talk about. The first episode I ever did was my study techniques and skills that I use. I just wrote it all out and I just recorded it with Anchor because it's free. So I just made an account and did it. I would say just start because normally, I, I mean, I just did that one for fun, not expecting anything out of it. I don't think I even went in thinking I'm going to make multiple episodes. I just like made that episode. But normally I'm a pretty, I, I like to plan in advance. I plan things like weeks in advance and stuff. So it's also possible that many people would plan, okay, I want to start a podcast, but then before I do that, I have to have this mic. I have to have these guests lined up. I have to have at least this many topics and you could do that. I mean, for sure that might work for some people. I feel like for me, I would say just start because it's better to just start and have a few episodes out. And then you, 
you learn so much as you go. I'm pretty sure the first episode, maybe the first two or three, I don't think I even edited them because I didn't even know that you can edit on Anchor. And it's just something that I've I've learned as I've gone on, like how to, how to, I mean, I'm still learning right now. Like every episode, I learned something new about podcasting. It's really learning and growing process for sure. And hopefully every episode will just be better and better and more interesting and to the point for listeners. Um, yeah, I would say just start and don't expect it to be perfect because I don't think any episode will ever be perfect, at least for me. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I, mean, I hope I, that, yeah. I, I mean, I I enjoy listening to the episode, so I think that it's a great show. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I appreciate you listening to my episodes as well. Yeah, I, I mean, I've said to people before that when I listen to shows, it might not be an area that I am involved in or that I normally uh, listen to or take interest in, but sometimes I'll come across shows and I'll I'll suddenly find myself fascinated by a subject like this. I mean, although saying that at the same time, I'll, I'll just say this now. Uh, you know, thank you to all of the medical workers during, you know, during COVID and the, you know, the lockdowns that everybody had. I'll just say that in, in passing. Uh, but it's it's an it, you you make it interesting to listen to, and the people that you speak with, they too are incredibly fascinating and, and almost have a certain. I don't know how to explain it, but the people that you speak to, like. I suppose the easiest way to say it is what I've just said. They're just interesting to listen to, and they just you can't help but listen to these people because they have just so much there in their own selves. Yeah, I agree. All of these people that I've had the opportunity to talk to are they have so much experience, like years and years of experience, and so many stories. So pretty much any question I ask, like, what is this like? Or do you have any examples of challenges or commonly seen conditions and like medical conditions that you encounter during your job? They have so many interesting stories that I could, anyone can listen to and really learn from. And it's really fascinating. It's just so, so nice of them to be able to come on and like share this with me and everyone who's listening. Yeah. And I can't believe I've got another show idea for you here. Are you ready for this? I am, yeah. So some of the guests some of the guests that you've had on before, bring them back so you'll have two or three people with you that you've had on before. And then when you've got the listenership there, get the listeners who are in nursing school, for instance, to send questions in for them to then answer or discuss those points that have been brought up by people that send them in. I love that idea. I think that would be great because I i mean, I know personally that when I listen to podcasts, because I, I do listen to other nursing related podcasts, especially like the educational ones where they talk about a certain disease or topic or medication. I listen to a lot of those. And sometimes when they have guest interviews, I do have my own questions. and. I'm sure that some of them have a way to send them in, but I really like that idea. I definitely, I agree. When my listenership grows a little bit, I can definitely try implementing that with some of the guests. Yeah. Thank you for, for sharing that with me though. I'm always coming up with ideas for people's shows. I'll listen and I'll think, do you know what they could do? They could do this. 
Yeah, I love that. Thank you. So you've already touched on this. Listening to other shows, uh, nursing-related and other, what shows do you that do you really like to listen to yourself? My favorite one is probably this one podcast called Straight A Nursing. I would say that it's not exactly that this show inspired me, but it, it like it didn't exactly inspire me to start my podcast, but it does inspire me in the sense that I love what she does. She makes all these educational podcasts and they're so helpful. I feel like all of her podcast episodes are such a great resource to me. Anytime I'm studying and learning about like any any condition really in nursing school, I go and check her podcast and see if she has any episodes already about that condition or anytime I learn about a new medication or really anything, I, I check if she already has an episode and then I listen to it and it's just such a great resource. And I, so I really appreciate her. Her name is Nurse Mo. That's what she goes by. Yep. And her podcast is Straight A Nursing. So I just really appreciate everything that she does on her podcast. And so I guess she inspires me in the sense that even though my podcast is a little bit different because I don't do like educational episodes like that, really, it's more about like talking about nursing and nursing school and the, the field in general. I hope that one day I'll have enough episodes that have like a variety of topics so someone can go and just check. And if they want to learn more about something, they can just find it. Like if, for example, if they want to learn about what it's like to work in a certain unit, hopefully I'll have enough episodes and enough interviews by then that it can be a good resource for someone. That's great. So where can people find you and get hold of you, Ketke? Yeah. So the podcast is called Nothing But Nursing and it's available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and also Ghana. So if you just go to any of those platforms and search Nothing But Nursing, it should show up. It's like a little blue logo with clouds, as you said. It says NBN and there's a stethoscope. And yeah, I I hope that um I hope that it's interesting. <laughs> oh, it definitely is. Absolutely is. Anyway, thank you for speaking with me today. Oh, thank you. It's been such an honor. I'm really glad you reached out. This was really fun too. And I, I really appreciate you you bringing me on. Thank you. I, I really enjoyed speaking with you. It's been fascinating. Anyway, you can find Pods Like Us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and on threads and contact us through podslikeus at gmail.com. But uh, until next time, thank you everyone for listening and hope you're listening again to another episode of Pods Like Us. Thank you.